Welcome back to Up Next on Tap, where we drink a different beer every week and talk about a different topic related to the music and entertainment industry. If you've been with us over the past four weeks, this is now our fifth episode, which means that we've been doing this podcast for a month, which is very exciting. Our last episode featured Jared, which is one of our very good friends, where we talked about the music business. So if you haven't listened to that, we will link it below so you guys can check that out. But today we are going to be talking about how we stay motivated and how we try and stay consistent. And this week's episode is just me and Ryan, or Ryan and I. So you get the pleasure of just listening to us talk. Hey. So Ryan, you want to go ahead and introduce the beer for today? Today we are going to be enjoying an American Farmhouse Hail. Hail. <laughs> American Farmhouse Ale La Mason? Maison? How would you say that? It's like a Saison, so Maison. Oh. <laughs> From Taxman Brewing. Apparently it's brewed with honey. And I had this already, but only once. And First last time we had it, it was pretty good. And I'm pretty sure Taxman. I've had a few things from Taxman. I think it's local. A Bargersville, right? Indiana. Yeah. Wherever that is. Shout out to Bargersville. <laughs> Don't overflow. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. You got to work on your pour. You're on a beer podcast and you pour beer like that. Oh, that was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The first thing we're going to talk about right now is motivation. Just how we stay motivated. Um, I guess going into it, we can talk about our podcast schedule because if you guys have been listening, you know, we did miss one week, um, which I guess goes into being consistent. But right. alongside. <laughs> told you Spoiler alert. alert. We're still working on being good at this stuff. <laughs> we're not going to sit here and pretend that we're be all end all like, you know, like we know everything about what we're talking about here. We're just going to be kind of sharing some tips and ideas that we're trying out for ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we're very much in the thick of it still. And uh, life is hard. So, you know, even just tonight, both of us were kind of like, oh, man, we got to record a podcast. Yeah, and it's supposed yeah. to go out tomorrow, so you guys will be listening to this <laughs> Monday, and we recorded this on Sunday night at, it's currently 8.44 p.m., and we're trying to be better about it. We're trying to be more motivated, which is why every week we're starting to do these planning sessions, and the reason why we decided to do planning sessions weekly is because you need to, you know, it's kind of like another business, so you have to plan everything out you got to plan your schedule plan your topics brainstorm and before you know scheduling that two-hour window of time every week we didn't really have any other time to do it because we would just do other things you know Mm -hmm. there was never really a set time to sit down focus on the podcast and I think ever since we started doing that weekly planning it's helped us be more motivated especially as we start to bring guests on the podcast we kind of have to get our shit together you know exactly I think it's really just a matter of being intentional about something instead of just sitting down and saying, yeah, let's do this. It'd be cool. You know, well, people will listen eventually. You got to like, you have, like I said, you have to be intentional. You can't expect things to just happen organically. Mm-hmm. Some of that stuff might, might occur, but if you're going to plan things out and be in it for the long haul, you know, right. taking steps like let's get together this day every week and, you know, if something, if there's a conflict, we'll work around it, but we need to plan ahead and be consistent in that planning 
Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought of a question, though. This is something I'm already beginning to run into with our venture into doing this podcast. But how do you keep something fresh? How do you keep from like that fatigue of like what I was saying? Like, oh, we gotta. It's almost Monday. We gotta do a podcast. You know. I think everyone goes through that from following a lot of people on Instagram and YouTube in the creative industry. Everyone kind of goes through this like roller coaster motion. How. They feel really creative and then it dips down because mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff, especially in this industry, that a lot of people don't realize goes into it. It's not like you record a video and put it out mm-hmm. or you record a podcast and put it out. There's a lot of planning and soon enough our topics are going to involve a lot of research. And then also the post of that creative thing that you did that you love, but there's the you know, the boring part, the emails, the editing, the yeah. marketing, like, That's and some stuff people like more than others. Like, I don't mind the social media aspect, whereas for you, it would be kind of like a chore. You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. Yeah. And uh, that's something that definitely gets me. Like, I do enjoy, say, editing audio or video, but f- for some reason, like, so when I used to do drum videos, I love to sit down and just play the drums. Mm-hmm. But the thing that always got me was, oh, I got to get this camera and make sure these three SD cards are cleared off and have enough room. And, you know, sometimes when you're filming, you go through a couple hours maybe and you might fill up a small SD card because I'm too cheap to get a bigger one. But, (laughs) uh, you know, I do enjoy that stuff, but that is what gets it for me because I'm not just playing drums. I have to play drums and do this other thing. Right, you have to be motivated for the whole package. Yeah, and, you know in our positions a lot of time people are like a solo venture they're not necessarily doing it with a team or a company or something like that so it's i think it's really easy to get just drained bogged down yeah yeah. exactly i think keeping (coughs) a checklist and staying on some sort of schedule really helps also keeping it in a calendar Um, i find that when something is at least for me when something's in a calendar it's there if someone asks me to do something, I already have something planned. So it's not like this excuse that I have to give people. You know, it's kind of just something that you're making a sacrifice for to make whatever you're doing better and worthwhile. Because mm-hmm. there's really no point in doing something you're not motivated to do. But you just have to question, like, why aren't you motivated? Why is this, like, hobby now becoming a chore instead mm-hmm. of something that you used to love? Yeah. And so I think that if people are creative like they take pictures whatever if they're starting to lose motivation they probably just need to change it up a little bit like for instance if this podcast started to become more of a chore of recording like that's why we bring guests on because it's different it's a change of pace it livens it if you take video maybe try a different style same thing with drumming like play jazz or something which is like the complete (laughs) opposite of the style that you play i'm I'm not good enough but one it challenges you so it pushes you a little farther than you've been doing you know because you get so comfortable and then also i think it helps keep you motivated because you see the potential that whatever you're trying could do you know yeah 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 and also look at the progress that you've been like you may think that you're not so motivated this week because of random things maybe it's just your listens aren't as good or whatever you haven't booked any clients for the past three Mm -hmm. days but if you look over like how much you accomplished over the past like let's just say one month like that could be huge and that could also help with motivation Mm -hmm. i think yeah i think another thing to consider too is just your routine and that sounds very vague but uh, as an example i've let my routine settle into going to work three to four days a week and then when i'm not at work I just I drink my coffee 
and then I get on the Xbox, get some playtime in. I'll mow the lawn if I have to, take the dog for a walk, mm-hmm. and maybe play some more Xbox. Again, be intentional about, like, take a step back, look at your routine, you know, start adding things in. And God knows I don't have the time to plan for a I do have the time to plan for a podcast. I'm just not intentional about taking the steps to do that right. and shifting around my routine. And what what's the statistic, like, how long it takes to make something a habit? 21 days. Yeah. that's If you can be disciplined enough to force yourself to do something, like, make good habits, mm-hmm. y- you know, no, within I agree. your daily routine. I mean, if you look at anyone that's successful, like, if you look at Gary Vanderchuk or, you know, I don't really know any other people off the top of my head that um do this but you know they all wake up super early every day like four or five in the morning they're not just doing one thing for themselves to be successful they're doing multiple things i mean you think of chris hardwick who if you guys don't know chris hardwick i'm not going to link him below you can google him but he has you know he has a podcast he's on talking dead he does like shows he's a comedian he like runs like so many different things and yeah. Most people that are successful like that, they find the motivation because, well, one, probably because of their success, but also because they love what they're doing. Right. You know, that's why when we started this podcast, I'm not just thinking about the podcast. I'm thinking about everything that goes along with it because it's a brand, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm thinking about in the future, like merchandise, for instance, and all that other stuff that can monetarily help, but also yeah. be fun, you know? Yeah. You mentioned Chris Hardwick. He is someone who is a workaholic and Very. I think that you you fall into that category a little bit um a little bit you you're a busy person you're still finishing school you work a full-time big girl job big girl job (laughs) big girl job uh you're you're volunteering at church and all this other stuff like work events Mm -hmm. why don't you talk a little bit about how you just manage all that and still find just the space in your brain to do a podcast i'm never doing enough (laughs) <laughs> you, um, you're the opposite of me <laughs> i truly i really like to be busy and i think this is kind of like the way i've been since high school like i've always had a full-time job and i've always wanted to mm. do side things whether it's a blog or photography or when i started to vlog like i kind of just feel like i need that sort of creative outlet that i can't get from work and not that i can't necessarily get it from work since i kind of have a lot of freedom with it mm-hmm. but i just think one I, some people know this, but one of my biggest goals in life is to be in Forbes 30 under 30. So I'm currently 23, will be 24 in about a month, two months. Six more years. Yeah. And so I'm trying to think of like, what can I do to make a difference? Like, that's the biggest thing because we have so much technology and so much power these days where I shouldn't just be sitting around doing nothing when I could use my power that I currently have, which is not much, but you know, the power and the skills sure. that I have to make a difference in someone's life. So that's why like, I'm volunteering at church to work with the kids. That's giving back to the church that I attend, but also getting out of the house on Sunday mornings. You know, it gets me up instead of sleeping in. Volunteering at work events to meet more people in technology and indie mm-hmm. because since I am so young, everyone in the industry already knows each other. So what I found helpful is... And if any of you are in the same situation where you're starting a new industry or maybe you just don't know anyone, like constantly going to meetups or going to these events and these like um, conference type events mm-hmm. where you know at least one person and kind of just hang around them and they will introduce you to other people. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause you for a second. Can you talk a little bit about meetups? Because that is something that it's a simple concept, but it's something I had never even like known was a 
thing until yeah. you, you, my wife, started getting into, like, you know, IT, not IT, but the tech industry. Yes. So, meetups. Um, I love meetups. I've started one of my own, but I first originally started going um, in January of this year because I was at a coding boot camp and I wanted to meet people in the industry that can either A, be a mentor for me or B, give me a job. Right. <laughs> You know, or two, or both of them are same. So, so I wanted... It's basically networking. It is networking to get more connections. Right. And just to meet other like-minded people. So there's... And there's even meetups for, like, singles over 50, or hiking groups in the city, okay. or gaming, so, or bowling. Right. Like, if you go to meetup.com, there are tons of meetups for anything that you like to do, and... I don't really go to as many right now just because I am so busy and I'm actually starting another meetup. But, you know, because I'm starting Woman Who Code, which is a global organization, which is a lot of fun. It's just it's a way to be involved and get me a little closer to making a difference in the community and just mm. having my name more well known in the city. Especially as my career starts to grow. But back to staying motivated between everything. Because I am in full-time school. I do online school right now while working a full-time software engineer position. And if any of you guys She's basically a badass. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) If any of you guys have ever spent 10 hours on your computer, it gets really exhausting. And that's kind of what I do every day. And then I come home and maybe do schoolwork. (laughs) But basically, putting everything on my calendar I found is really helpful I haven't started to use a calendar until like the recent month where I've been more consistent with putting events, hanging out with friends, um, basically whatever I have going on in my calendar. So that way I don't forget. Yeah, I would say some people are just meticulous, like they need that organization Mm -hmm. in their lives just to feel like they're safe and functioning. I am not one of those people. Again, you have to force yourself. Like, okay, maybe this is a good thing. If I, you know, if you wake up in the morning, check your calendar. That's going to help you organize your day. Yeah, and I mean, you don't want to live on it. Like, you still want to be able to go with the flow. But I think sometimes, either you sit down the night before and think about what you're going to do the next day, not necessarily put anything on a calendar, or you like religiously like follow your calendar from start to finish. Because if you find people like, especially living, I mean, we live in Indianapolis, which is a semi big city but not as big as like LA or New York where people are constantly hustling and we've talked about right. this before where people are just doing it like they are on top of everything they are just mm-hmm. ahead of the game and they're making a name for themselves and being super super successful yeah. whereas you know smaller cities they don't do anything you know they work right. their typical 9 to 5 or night shift and yeah. then when they go home watch TV whatever they're not it's hard because it's not just the creative industry. Like, I feel like if you wanted to hustle to get to that next level, you know, people just get really comfortable. And so I think that writing things on a calendar or making a to-do list, whether it's for the day or what you want to accomplish over the whole week, is really important to helping you stay motivated mm-hmm. for your next goal. And that's assuming that people are setting their five-year goals, ten-year goals. And I haven't really set mine like written it down like I have like thoughts in my head about like Forbes 30 into 30 in six years a long-term goal which is to open up a music venue slash coffee shop sure like there's all those things that I I know the steps I need to take to get there but I think if I were to write them down um, I'd be able to obtain it a little faster right so my last tip on staying motivated uh, is 
to surround yourself with people who are just killing it. Mm-hmm. I would classify as you as someone who is killing it. And, and basically... Ish. Uh, ish. <laughs> well, no. Come on. I think I'm like halfway there. But, uh, so like our I'm last... not busy enough. <laughs> are you <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> uh, anyways, our last episode, we, we had our first guest on, uh, Jared Bright. And in my opinion, he is someone who is in this area, is getting after it. He's hustling it. He has aims he has goals and he's taking steps to reach them Mm -hmm. after we recorded that podcast i was like jazzed up on life like i wanted to get out there and do it and get shit done you know what i mean it's good so if you can surround yourself (laughs) with a friend group it doesn't have to be like close friends it's just you know go to meetups and people who are also pushing themselves and getting out there that's going to rub off on you that's going to inspire you well it's not even that um it's like I i think i talked about it in episode one i think when we talked about our podcasts and like social media and stuff like Mm -hmm. even if you don't have any friends who are killing (coughs) it which really you should you should find those people that'll push you to the next level because you need people who are going to be open and honest with you and if your friends are just working the netflix in like they're not going to push you and motivate you to be the successful person you were born to be sure but i do want to say don't alienate your friends Maybe, (laughs) you know, get rid of those friends and get new ones. No, (laughs) push them to the side. It's not like only be friends with people who are going to motivate you. Just put yourself in situations where you're going to be around those people. Yeah. You know, where you can converse with them. Yeah. But also just to end this little segment about motivation is it's not only the people around you. It's what you're doing from day to day. Mm -hmm. So for me, I look to Instagram a lot, and if anyone knows me, they know how obsessed I am with Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly on it, whether I'm scrolling through feeds, commenting on pictures, trying to be engaged with the community online, because you're going to reach a lot more people with an online community than in your own community. Mm-hmm. And I very strongly believe that, because not everyone here loves Web development, I don't know. I don't really play any <laughs> instruments. So it's not like, not everyone loves the flute in Indianapolis. You know, <laughs> like if you have this sick talent and you on go on, huh? On the flute. On the flute, yeah. No yeah. other, just the flute. Right. No. No, but there's people out there. So I have a tech really community into on Instagram that I find solitude in and that if I have any sure. questions, they're there for me. But they're also constantly pushing each other. Like they're posting pictures of what they're working mm. on on their stories like there's just i'm constantly surrounded on instagram with people who are just hustling yeah but yeah so just to kind of go off of instagram and kind of lead our way into talking about how we try and stay consistent because it's a constant struggle that i feel like a lot of people that are in this industry struggle with because it's hard to know what to post every day and sometimes you live in an area where you don't have material to post and without, you know, scheduling and planning, you're not going to have stuff to post. And so I just want to kind of talk about consistency versus quality. And I think that when you're just starting out, like quality matters so much more, but that also doesn't mean you can only post once a month. Like, especially when it comes to YouTube, like Mm -hmm. if your videos are not quality, you're not going to get those consistent followers you know what i mean but if your videos are like shit but you're posting one a day no one's going to come back to watch it so i think it's really important to focus on quality first and then consistency but it doesn't mean you could slack off on posting you can't post a video once every three months or you can't just post one instagram post a week like you have to at least try like 
three or four times a week, but also the quality has to be top notch. Yeah. There's also uh, like speaking of quality versus consistency up front, like you have to solidify your brand or like what you are. Like like I'll I'll use the example of like someone I knew who was, he's a phenomenal musician, uh, but he plays every, like every instrument, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it just always seemed to me like he never put enough focus on one instrument to really take it somewhere and do it. Mm-hmm. Like you have to pick a thing, you have to main that, make that your goal to be a drummer or a guitar player. Sure, like learn other instruments, be a well-rounded musician, mm-hmm. but you got a heavy focus on uh, a thing to get good at it and to build a following and to, to make a career out of something. Yeah, and that's kind of like programming too. When I first started researching about becoming a web developer and like what languages to learn first or whatever, like they always said, learn one first, learn it well, and then learn the rest because yeah. I'm sure it's obviously different trying to learn multiple instruments, especially if you're going from like drums to guitar. Right. But like when it comes to programming, if you know one language, it's super easy to learn something else. And it's mm-hmm. not because they're similar. They could be completely opposite, but it's because you know how you learn best. And so it helps you be consistent that way. Yeah. But as far as like, say you're trying to do YouTube and you post you like a cover of you singing a song and then you post a you know a video of you diy cooking dinner or something like right you can't be a variety poster maybe somewhere down the line if you build a following and have all these people who are into you you can start doing some lifestyle vlogging or something like that Mm -hmm. but you have to hard focus especially when you're first starting off i think for sure yeah and what's hard i think is i try to stay consistent because i'm trying to still build like my personal instagram but it gets so hard when i when I'm not motivated to take pictures or it's almost seems more forced, you know, than mm-hmm. just posting on stories because I love Instagram stories because I don't have to filter anything. You know, they're just right. super raw. You don't have to I think can just it, watch yeah. them all comment on people's. But when it comes to like an Instagram post, it's like that's there to stay like that better be a damn good picture. You know, right. like it's almost pointless. I always find when people t- just use Instagram to post like random stuff. Like I feel like Instagram, like is a lot just, I feel like Instagram is different than Facebook. Like Instagram isn't a way to connect people. Like I don't want to see your burger with an Instagram filter, but like, you know, (laughs) iPhone three quality burger picture (laughs) with a, you know, with the gradient iPhone filter. Right. It's not, like, put that on Facebook. Like, your family will see that, and they'll all love it. Yeah, tweet it. Tweet. Or put it in your stories. Yeah. Well, that's not very quality. You know what I mean? (laughs) But when it comes to Instagram, I feel like it's more of connecting those creative individuals um, that a lot of people miss out Mm -hmm. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though, I mean, all my friends use Instagram, and I like to see what they're doing. But I find lately I go to Instagram to look for that motivation, that inspiration, mm-hmm. people that are doing similar or better things than I am. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely pick a role model, whether you reach out to them and y- try to strike up some sort of mentorship or what. But like, find someone that is doing your thing and doing it well. And don't do not do exactly what they're doing, but, you mm-hmm. know, get inspiration and ideas from, from that person. It doesn't have to be just one person. It could be many different people. But that kind of goes with, another point that I had in here uh, and this works for me and other people who 
have trouble being motivated as a lone wolf uh find a quote-unquote business partner Mm -hmm. for for me that was you there is no way i would ever have recorded five episodes of a podcast if it was a truly solo venture i would burnt out after the first one maybe two (laughs) <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like well, I, we released I, two on the same day too i know we did so like in a sense you are forcing me to to stay in line but it goes both ways i mean you feel some fatigue too and, and we're keeping each other in line mm-hmm. and it doesn't necessarily have to be someone who is creating content with you or whatever it, it may be that you're doing but you know have someone who is willing to listen and say hey i was thinking about doing this is that dumb how does that sound? You know, just bounce ideas back and forth. Right. Someone who's looking forward to, to, to seeing your next video or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Keep in, cu- in touch with them and, you know, let them keep you motivated and stay consistent. Also, a good thing, it's kind of going off of being consistent, but it's more off of what you were saying of, like, bouncing ideas off of each other is using the Instagram polls. So, like, asking your audience yeah. what they like to see. And I see that a lot with influencers nowadays. They'll be like, what do you want to see? Would you rather see um, a clothing haul or would you rather see a DIY back to school video? You know, like there's just so many ways to connect to your audience nowadays where you really don't have any excuses to post content that they don't like. You know, like you have those insights and there's sh- like, sure, there's still some things where you might question like, what time of day do I post? Like no one knows the answer to that. Yeah. Only you do because everyone's audience is different, you know? So mm-hmm. that kind of makes it hard. Well, do you have anything else on our topic at hand? Well, I do just want to add one other thing. Talking about kind of just the mentorship and reaching out to people. And it's not Mm -hmm. really like you have to reach out, like slide into those DMs or anything. But it's just (coughs) like commenting on their posts, like on Instagram, like showing them that you care. You know, just being genuine about your conversation with people and not just like creepily messaging them. Mm Because a lot of people get those kind of messages. And if you look at any influencer, they have their DMs open. So, like, sure, you could message them. But they get hundreds and hundreds a day. Like, it's Mm -hmm. really hard for them to respond to everyone. Because they are really busy. Like, they have a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. yeah. And so. I always like to think that if I were Insta famous or YouTube famous or something that I, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to respond to every person that reached out to me. It's so impossible. And not, I mean, all the messages you're like, how do I even respond to this? Because sometimes like there'll be, um, girls that I know on Instagram who are programmers, they'll get like those creepy messages. Like, I love you. Will you marry me? And that is not a way to reach out to someone that you want to talk to. Well, that's the dark side of the internet perhaps, but, but what I did want to finish on was a great way to get someone's attention is to do something that they wouldn't expect. For instance, I talk about Sarah Dietschy a lot, and I've Mm -hmm. mentioned her before. Um, But when she got famous on YouTube or started to get more subscribers, it was because she posted a how-to-vlog like Casey Neistat video. And Casey, being the cool dude he is, saw the video, featured her, and now she's gotten way larger than she probably would have gotten if she never got a shout-out like that. Yeah. So it's just like you never know where your audience is going to come from. And don't be afraid to reach out to those kind of people, especially if you do live in a city like New York or L.A. Like people are pretty nice. <laughs> you know, like if you find your way into that scene or start to be like a Instagram influencer, you'll get invited to some events that bigger influencers may be at. And that also helps your growth. 
But I would just, if I had any advice to give, I think it would be to find your way. It's not the same as my way. My way is calendar, to-do list, looking at Instagram for inspiration and motivation. So just find your way that you stay motivated and that will help you stay consistent. Because until you find that, then kind of so well. Do you have any last advice to give? Um, I would just say, you know, try different things. You know, try the calendar, the strict, like, planning out your weeks. And if that doesn't work for you, if you just work better just waking up and thinking through your day, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I need to get this done. And, that, that, you know, do what works for you. But don't don't just pigeonhole yourself into what you've always done. Shake mm-hmm. up your routine. Don't be afraid to, to change up your routine and try something new. And right. stick with it for long enough. It might make you uncomfortable for a time. But if you see something. Make a challenge out of it. Yeah, that's a good example. You that's know? what I did with my vlog challenge, 30-day sure. vlog challenge. And we also yep. did a 30-day run challenge, although that did not form a habit. But <laughs> well, as we soon tried. as that 30 days was up, we stopped running. Well, it was also, like, <laughs> real snowy outside. It was outside, winter, yeah. So I don't know why we did that. <laughs> but All right, and now it's time to close with our final segment, Flight of the Week. And if you guys didn't listen last week, Basically, we say things that we liked during this week, whether it's an article, a music video, uh, a theory that we might have read, whatever it may be, we are going to tell you and then list it in the show notes because it's just a fun way when we bring guests on to kind of ask them what they've been into this week and whether it's a new movie or a book, hopefully you find something that you may like. So, Ryan, do you want to start with yours? Because I have to look mine up. (laughs) Sure. Um, So, I have on my flight this week... Bird scooters. Um, it's so also lime scooters, though. So. Okay, well, similar thing. So, th- if you don't know, there has been this recent craze of uh, different companies, but basically, there are these electric scooters that I guess at some point they just put a whole bunch of them out there on the streets. Just bird. They launched <coughs> an app. Just bird. <laughs> yeah. There's so so. There's an app. You go use your GPS to find a scooter. You pay, like, not very much money. like It's a dollar and then 15 cents every minute. Yeah, and you just ride this scooter around. You're just a little, And then when you're done, you just leave it, mm-hmm. right? Sounds cool. Sounds fun. I have friends that have ridden them, said they're a ton of fun. You and I got real hyped up because we were going to be chargers. Yeah, and get paid right? to pick them up. Like, you just drive your car around, find a scooter via GPS on your phone, you take it home, plug it in, charge it, mm-hmm. and then you release it back into the wild, and you make money mm-hmm. doing it. And, like, we were super hyped up on doing that. But then right after we signed up, somebody in Indianapolis wrecked one and just destroyed his face. And, like, there's lawsuits and all this crazy stuff because you're supposed to wear a helmet. He wasn't wearing a helmet. Whatever. I just I feel like they are they're on their way out. Like <laughs> I've heard people talk about in LA the streets are just littered with these scooters. People are walking out of stores and tripping over them. Well, there's fake ones too. People are putting sure. uh, decoys. Yeah. And the thing is there's not enough regulation, you know, you think yeah. about driving a How car, it's work? like you have to stay on the right side of the road. Got to put on your seatbelt, otherwise you're going to get pulled over. Yeah, like of course like the app tells you like please leave it in a spot that's out of the way, not mm-hmm. right in the but Right. Thousands of these things littered across a city like L.A. or San Francisco, like they're going to end up all over the place. Right. Like Unless there's some sort of like the thing at the end of like every two corners or whatever, there's like a bin where you put in your bird yeah, scooter. Like they have recommendations and regulations, but there is no way to enforce it. Right. 
no way at all. And like, I people think what are they're just going to keep hurting themselves, and, and they're they're hurting themselves riding them, or just because they're so ev- they're everywhere. They walk out of a door and trip over right, <laughs> this right. thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's crazy. But it's a little rant about bird scooters there. Anything else on your flight? Uh, no, you can go ahead. I have a few things, so Ooh, just can finish up the flight. So think of something else. First thing I want to talk about, which has laid heavy on my heart this week, Ooh. is that Kroger announced that they are yes. going to get rid of plastic bags by 2025. And if any of you guys are connected to me on LinkedIn, then you would see that I ranted about this on a post because... If anybody is connected to her on LinkedIn and listening to this podcast, reach out. I want to hear about it. It's probably just everyone that lives in the area. <laughs> Hello, LinkedIn connections. <laughs> but anyway, I've been trying to do a little bit better about reducing my use of plastic. And just most recently, I haven't really been very good at it. But it kind of amazes me that a lot of these new businesses, which we could talk about Starbucks too, because they also put a plan to eliminate straws. It's just, it's going to, it's taking forever. And it's hard to... What was Kroger's Kroger estimate? was 2025. 20, I thought it was 26. 2025. And I don't remember. I'm going to Google really fast. 2020 was Starbucks for straws. Mm-hmm. So that is a lot better. Because what? there's what a... What takes so long? I don't get it. They is say it? that people need to get used to oh. the new way of life. And honestly... I mean, if you think about it, like, not a lot of people care about our environment, which is actually kind of sad. You know, they're not yeah. educated they're just enough unaware, to know. Think, yeah, they're not educated enough to know the, like, the damage it has and how much plastic has, like, has caused this world. But the question that I had was, it's not just the straws and the bags, although those are the most, like one-use plastic items it's everything else in the grocery stores and stores in general like you get clothes in a mall they come in a plastic bag all these shipments that you get from amazon plastic bags there's just so much plastic that why don't you just shut down the facilities that make the dang plastic bags instead (laughs) of trying to eliminate them from the stores i'm just like why (laughs) is it gonna take how many years is that six seven Years to eliminate yeah, plastic bags in grocery stores. People do not need seven years to get used to paper bags. I like, mean, look at Aldi. They got paper bags and reusable bags, even true. though those are plastic. But they're reusable. I mean, yeah, yeah. Which you're supposed to reuse them. But, hey, it's still cool to see humongous corporations it like It is Kroger nice. And I did finish my post. Taking initiative, you know. Yes, I did finish my post saying, but thank you to the huge corporations who are starting to and make Starbucks. hashtag zero waste, you know, better. <laughs> sure. But... That's enough of my rant for that. But if you guys have any opinions on the plastic sitch, let us know. Leave a voicemail comment. We haven't gotten any yet. <laughs> <laughs> you Be can only first. do it, you can only do it on the Anchor app though, so you have to download that. Yes. The other thing I want to talk about is the music I've been listening to lately mm. because I have been listening to quite a few alternative playlists and just adding it to this daily jams playlist because recently i've been listening to i listen to apple music and similar to spotify they have that like discover weekly playlist and i loved so many of the songs on the playlist and then the next week came around hold on i gotta finish my story (laughs) and then the next week came around and then all the songs were gone obviously because they refreshed the playlist so now every time i like a song i add it to this playlist 
if you guys want to follow me, you can find me at Courtney Corley on Apple Music to find it. <laughs> but so I've been into Manchester Orchestra. Foxing put out a new album. Ooh, uh, Death Cab has a new album. Have you listened to that yet? No, they're I not on either. my playlist. Edit. But the one person I really want to recommend is Brother Sundance. And I posted about them on Instagram the other day. And they just put out an EP, and they're super good. They're not very popular yet. I mean, they kind of are, I guess. But they're just that alternative band that's not super popular. Like, they would play at the Hi-Fi, which is a smaller venue mm-hmm. here in Indy. So... I will link them below. I will link them below. But brother, Sundance is super freaking good. And that is all I have on my flight this week. I have one more thing that I'm going to add before we conclude, and that is a new TV show on Hulu that we have started watching. That is Castle Rock. I if thought you were going to say making it. Oh, uh, making it's pretty fun too if, uh, for fans of Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler. Uh, but Castle Rock is. So it's a J.J. Abrams show, mm-hmm. so super mysterious, super uh, just like thriller-esque, very, very good stuff. And it's a Stephen King TV series, but it's not just another adaptation of one of his books, because God knows there's been a million of those. Mm-hmm. It is, to Stephen King, what the Marvel Universe is, like the Avengers. Right, right. So you have all these other movies, and then they come together. So Castle Rock is set in this fictional town, Castle Rock that Stephen King writes about in a lot of his books. And so, like, elements of Shawshank Redemption, like the Shawshank Prison is in Castle Rock, and you see little news clippings about a killer dog, Cujo, Mm -hmm. you know. We've only seen five episodes, I think. But if you're a fan of Stephen King, or if you just like J.J. Abrams, or thrilling mystery TV shows, it's awesome so far. I highly recommend it. Um, Definitely check it out. It's on Hulu. Hmm. That's all I have. Perfect. Well, thank you, Ryan. So hopefully you guys liked this episode, even though it was just Ryan and I. But next week, we are going to feature Jason as our next guest. We are going to dive deep into what it's like being a musician while balancing a job, you know, all that fun stuff. But for now, if you guys have any questions, go ahead and email us. Find us on all social medias at Up Next on Tap. You'll find the show notes down below where we link our own social medias and also the links from our flight. But that's kind of all we have for today. So we'll see you next week, guys. I want to throw this in there. We have been workshopping different um, formats or topic ideas for the podcast. So if you have anything you want to hear us go on and on about while we do it, mm-hmm. reach out to us and let us know. It'd be great. But until next week, cheers. Cheers. cheers.